Today's episode of Northern Lights is presented by North Star Law Group, your trusted partner in Minnesota's burgeoning legal cannabis industry. Whether you're just starting out or looking to expand, attorney Jen Riza and her team will help you understand the latest developments, scope out risks, and find a compliant path forward in this rapidly changing field. Visit NorthStarLaw.com and let North Star Law Group guide you through the legal landscape with confidence. Well, hello there, everyone. Good evening and welcome to a special emergency edition of the Northern Lights podcast. I'm your host, Tanner Barris, joined today by the wonderful, the amazing Marcus Harkis and John Barty. Welcome, guys. Thanks. Hello. Thank you guys so much for joining me. There was some pretty big news today. And guys, I'm sort of getting tired of having these emergency podcasts about directors of cannabis programs here in Minnesota. This is now the third one we've done in just a couple of months. And this is sort of the most depressing one. We have no director in either the Office of Medical Cannabis or the Cannabis Management starting this Friday. Jiminy Crickets. <laughs> Yeah. So the big news is that Chris Tolkis, the director of Office of Medical Cannabis here in Minnesota, the person that's been doing it for a couple of years here in the state, has now uh, or officially on Friday has resigned as that position. Um, she'll be taking up a position with the city of Minneapolis, working as that liaison between the Department of Health and city proposals. So sort of working as that bridge. But it means that um, after working for the director since January of 2019, Starting Friday, she'll be out of that role. I bet she's relieved. So we heard about this around like 2 p.m. today on Monday, December 4th. Guys, we sent it over in that group chat. What were you all thinking when you saw the news? John, how about you go ahead? Uh, I was kind of surprised. Like she has been the steadiest thing in Minnesota cannabis for a while. And to go from a state position to like city of Minneapolis, it was, yeah, it was really surprising that. That we have nobody now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's only been with that Office of Medical Cannabis since that January 2019. She's been with the Department of Health for nearly 15 years. Like this is not someone who was just sort of in and out quick, but more of that, that lifelong career government employee. I mean, Marcus, what were some of your thoughts when you saw that news? Well, I read the quote and she said cannabis regulation is intense and she's always, you know, under scrutiny. So it sounds like she's leaving what was a stressful job. I mean, I'm sure it wasn't all bad, but I can imagine there was a lot of scrutiny and there was a lot of stress involved. You know, a lot of the consumers were dissatisfied with the program. The majority of them were for years. Yeah, so I can imagine it was a pretty difficult job. Yeah, absolutely. Just to read that full quote, because I think you got it spot on. It's a, So what she said was, cannabis regulatory work is intense. And after five years of working under a microscope and at a breakneck pace, the time is right for me to make a change. So, yeah, clearly sort of done with the job. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I come in there for, for hanging in there for, for that long when the legislature set the program up to, to fail, you know, at the beginning. I, I commend her. She, she did well with what she had, I guess, in the medical program. And it's going to be, um, I'm, I'm very 
interested in seeing how long this interim Alex Hooper stays stays in there. Now that um yeah, because they announced he'll be taking her spot, even though it is an in in an interim role, but he has some previous medical cannabis experience. So I wonder if they're just like interim until it's permanent or if they're actually still looking for yeah. someone else. Yeah, John, that was one of the things that I think was most surprising for me is, is sort of hearing that name and going, oh, I don't really know that person. Looking into their background and saying up until two months ago, they were working in an entirely different state's medical cannabis program. That they sort of recently made that shift to Minnesota, not even in cannabis, but just a different part of the Department of Health. Now we'll be running our state's cannabis program. Yeah, it's quite the leap uh, for three months work, but. Let's give him a chance. I, I sent him a little message on LinkedIn congratulating him. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see how he does. You know, I want to see how well the medical cannabis program does once adult use cannabis is legal. You mm-hmm. know, once people can buy and sell, you know, traditional cannabis products without having to jump through all the hoops. I saw. I they feel like that. the medical program is going to suffer. They the added a, a medical delivery service recently so like they're still tinkering with the system we got but it will be super interesting to see how these companies will survive a full legalization mm-hmm. well and sort of the writing on the wall like this was a position that was going to transition and look very differently you know a year and a half two years from now where it wasn't going to be a director of an entire state agency but instead more of like a division head within that office of cannabis management. So whoever the director of this position was going to be, they weren't going to be that, you know, head honcho of the agency come full adult use. So I think it's interesting to see sort of someone come in with that mindset of, I'm only going to have this job as a director for X number of months before this role just sort of disappears or at least transitions to looking very differently than it does today. Yeah. Taking it out of Department of Health. Yeah. Which will be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Entirely breaking it off for the first time since our medical cannabis program was set up nearly a decade ago. I get it's not yet there, but by the time these adult use stores open, it will be right around a decade since we've had medical cannabis. And uh, I, I really do believe that this will be a next big chapter. And what that looks like for medical patients, I think we're still still waiting to see. I bet the Department of Health is looking forward to the day when they don't have to worry about cannabis regulation. Oh, yeah. I think when the Department of Health no longer has to really hear that word of low-potency hemp edible, I'm sure many people over there will be pretty happy. (laughs) So let's talk about, I mean, I'm curious to get some of your guys' thoughts on what the next... I mean, what the next chapter will look like. We sort of know that interim person. We don't know a ton about Mr. Hooper. Still more to come on that. But what do we know about those next couple of steps? Um, Obviously, that rulemaking process is going to continue on that adult use side. How that will impact medical, I guess, still waiting to come. So I sort of asked a question without having a clear answer, because what do we know? It's, well, not much. Nothing, yeah. It's a big well, we do way. know that. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. No, I was going to say we do know that the OCM has they hired a, I think it's a director of regulatory 
something officer or compliance. But they yeah. said chief regulatory yeah. officer, chief regulatory mm-hmm. officer, I think is the title. Yep. So they are making strides to stand up the OCM, the Office of Cannabis Management, for people who don't know the initials. But they did send out another email about the second phase of input seeking for the rulemaking process. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm still hopeful that they can complete the rulemaking process and come out with licenses by the end of next year, hopefully in the fall, but hopefully no later than the winter of 2025 or 2024. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know when they're going to announce the OCM director position. Hopefully sooner than later, but I mean, they're staffing up. Yeah. Well, and the comment you made about that, that form on the rulemaking side is such a great point. And we'll dig in so much more to this in next week's episode of Northern Light. So definitely listen to that on our regular feed. But they really laid out that schedule that by the end of February, they hope to have a wide variety of topics with public input already sought and sort of being used for consideration. So, I mean, if they were going to be moving at a pace that would set us on schedule, it would sort of look like what we've seen so far out of the state. There's still a lot to come, still a lot we don't know, but at least looks like we're moving in the right direction. And we do know they expected to have a director at this point. Yeah, that we definitely uh, do A replacement for the first one that, that didn't pan out? Well, I feel like they expected someone would be in that position. So however that's playing into their timeline of just like, okay, we're doing rulemaking without a set head of this thing. Oh, yeah. And, if- and the next session's coming up, come February. That's something I'm really... I feel like ha- seeing what's set before they're allowed to change the bill again will be very telling to uh, how the next year is going to go. Very much so. Yeah, I mean, the day the, I think the first day of the upcoming session is like February 12th. Yep. Because this is the second year of the biennial. And that's like when they're looking to get most of these rules done. So it'll be... Oh, yeah. I'm excited to see what I've done by then. And maybe we'll have a director by then, for all we know. Let's hope it's somebody who is friendly to the industry. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. we've got a sure lot of emergency podcasts coming up in the future, whenever they name (laughs) not just one, but two directors of of cannabis here in Minnesota. What a fun time. I think we should try to get that, that regulatory officer on the on the Northern Lights podcast. Yeah. Well, Maybe and they can provide some insight. As we learned when we did that breaking podcast about Aaron Dupree, she did listen to it. So, Alex, if you're listening right now, give us a call. We'd love to have you on. Love to hear a little bit more about some of your views on the medical cannabis industry and what you hope to do in your new role as interim director. Yeah. So. We really are excited to have you. So that's all that we really got for today. We just wanted to briefly update you on some of what we know, which, as you can see, is sort of limited and some of what we still have questions on going into the future. If you want to hear a more in-depth conversation, listen to next week's episode of Northern Lights. We'll be going a little bit more in-depth, looking at Chris's history here with the state, talking about some of the decisions that she made and, and some people's perspectives on those. But in terms of talking about the news, that's all we got for you today. 
Marcus, John, thank you guys so much for joining to, to break down this uh, exciting news of yet another director resigning here in Minnesota. <laughs> hey, I think we should invite Chris on the air so we can hear her side of the, the experience. Sure. So yeah, Chris, absolutely. if you're listening. Chris, if you would like to be seat. under that spotlight one more time, under that microscope, give us a call. We don't move at a breakneck pace. We'll, uh, we'll ask you questions slowly. <laughs> and it won't be intense. Uh, well thank you guys again so much thank you everyone so much for listening like i said we'll be back in your feeds in just about a week so make sure you're subscribed in the meantime check us out on social media check us out on all that jazz and uh we'll talk to you all again very soon here thanks everyone see you Northern Light is a Minnesota Cannabis College production. This episode was produced by me, Tanner Barris, and by my co-hosts, Marcus Harkis and John Barton. Production assistance from Shayna Payton. Today's episode is presented by North Star Law Group, your trusted partner in Minnesota's burgeoning legal cannabis industry. The information provided in this podcast does not and is not intended to constitute legal advice, but is instead for general information purposes only. Information shared may not constitute the most up-to-date or other legal information. Who knows? Someone else may resign. The views and opinions expressed are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect those of the Minnesota Cannabis College. Please listen responsibly. Well, Chris, thank you again so much for coming on our show today, talking about your experiences. It really was eye-opening, and we wish you the best of luck in your role with the city of Minneapolis. Yeah, absolutely. It's been fun to talk to you, and it's such an interesting space to work, and I look forward to seeing how it all unfolds myself.